Good afternoon and good evening, Chapel Hill and Carborough. You're listening to 103.5 LP, WCOM. LP stands for Lots of Power Coming At You. My name is Berkeley. This show is called The Hook. Why The Hook? Because The Hook is what you need if you're going to have something to hang the song on. In this show, if you've heard us before, you have heard me say this before, but I'll say it again if you haven't heard us before, we explore the art and craft of songwriting. And what we do usually is have a guest artist on to explore the art and craft of their particular songwriting. Today we have Mr. Mark Easley. Mark, welcome. Thank you. Nice to be here, Berkeley. Yeah, thanks for coming in from all the way over from Morrisville, NC, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. And uh, Mark, I mean, yeah, Mark was 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 telling me he could actually pick WCOM up all the way out at Fayetteville Road on I forty. Coming in on I forty, it comes, yeah. starts coming in right there. Yeah, well, that's that's excellent because yeah. I know that sometimes this, the signal has been a little iffy, but I think we're our engineers have been really good, working hard to uh, to get us to get to milk as much power out sure. of a hundred watts as you possibly can. <laughs> so, so Mark, how long have you been writing songs? I started writing about a year ago. Oh, really? Uh, all right. Yeah, well, I joined well the, the local group we call the NC Songwriters Co-op, and a couple of those guys got me going on the on the project, and been writing some songs ever since. Well, that's outstanding. So uh, that's how long? How many have you written in one year? I've written about uh, maybe thirty songs so far in one year. Yeah. Dang, you I, shame me. You shame me. <laughs> <laughs> so I, could, I write about three a year. I yeah. Think. Well, I had a lot pent up. I guess. There you go. Okay. You yeah, know, I started playing guitar. Uh, back in 1966, uh-huh. so it wasn't like I was new to music. It's right. just I'd never gotten around never to try to write written. some of my own. So, well, that's outstanding. Yeah, I'm really no, enjoying it now. Well, that's great. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a real therapeutic thing to do, isn't it? It is. It's yeah. amazing how that is. It's a really nice feeling to get a song done going and find something new and yeah. and you know just create something that's yeah. enjoyable for everybody. That's exactly right. And you have a, uh, a CD out, which I imagine we'll be playing some cuts off of this. Yep. The CD is called Lift If You Will Fall. That's right, so, yeah. That's my first CD of all uh, original songs that I released same. back in January. Uh, it's on the Gold Hat Music label, which I also have in Morrisville. You covered all your bases. I mean, bam, bam, bam. You got the, the label and everything. Yeah, yeah really sure. Well done. I know. Gosh, I'm impressed. Well, what I found out was that I had not played the guitar for probably 15 years uh, when I was busy with my business life and all of that stuff. And then we decided to move to North Carolina from California five years ago. And when we did that, I found out all these wonderful things were happening on computers. You could record songs, you could make CDs, you Uh could mix and do MIDI and all sorts of great things. So uh, I started getting into that hobby and that eventually led me into actually, you know, producing some CDs and putting them out and doing the songwriting and having a little record label of my own. And it's called Gold Hat Music, and we we have uh, three artists on there at the moment. Wow, that's myself actually, and two others. That's wonderful. And so, uh, it's going going well. And uh, you're selling CDs hand over fist, I guess. No, not really. <laughs> if I sell enough to pay for the gas to come over, I'll be happy. <laughs> exactly. <right. laughs> so, what brought you these ways from California? Well, I used to have a lot of business out here mm-hmm. from people in the in the in the park, and. Uh, when my wife and I decided it was a good time for us to move out of California, we kind of made a list where we might like to go. Uh, she had North Carolina number one, and I had it number two. So hey, here we works. are. Well, I've been around here since 69, and, and there's every few years you notice different points from which people are coming. It seemed like for a while there, 
everybody was from Connecticut. Oh, I yeah. was wondering, is there anybody left in Connecticut? Uh, and then, but recently, California has been. I mean, more and more people I meet are moving here from California. So it's. Uh, I figured it, if it's fear of earthquake or it simply the uh, price of price of real estate. Yeah, <laughs> both of those. It all helps. Yeah. Well, let's stop all this gabbing and why don't you play us a song? Okay, be happy to do that. I'm going to uh, play one of the songs that's coming out. I got a new CD I'm working on. I'm trying to keep pace to do one every year. Hopefully I'll get this one done time to have it out for Christmas. And you're a ball of fire. And uh, so I've got a, almost enough material put together for that now. So I'd like to do one or two of those for right. you. Um, the first one is a song called The Audition. And uh, it's for all of those budding performers and artists and songwriters who who have gone through that process. The pain of the audition. Yes. <laughs> Waiting in line for his chance How he hopes he gets the big dance If he gets there, what will he see? If he gets there, how will it be? He knows He must go band behind that one actually <laughs> yeah it's it's such a tough thing because 
you're you're asked to get up there and right away, you know, be loose, sing well, emote, you know, without warming up. Exactly. I mean, you know, you figure uh, like classical musicians warm up for 30 minutes, 40 minutes before you even think about performing. Right. You know, then you have to go up there completely cold. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's very difficult. It, it is difficult. Really, uh, and usually they give you 30 seconds. And, yeah. You know, that's it. Yeah, not even enough time. And usually it takes, you know, several, you know, it takes me maybe 30, 40 minutes to really feel like, okay, I'm warmed up now and, you know, I'm in my groove. Yeah, exactly you know, right. So uh-huh. it reminds me, um, a guy named Rod Abernathy from uh, Raleigh was in one of the most probably most successful rock bands around here in the 70s and 80s. And and his band was actually on Star Search at one time. Oh, okay, yeah. And he told a story that he he was so nervous, he tried to smile and he couldn't make his face. <laughs> he said he lost control of his face muscles and he was so nervous he couldn't actually even smile. That's nervous. He wanted to, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, no, it's a... Uh, but it's something that you know. It is like paying your dues is part of yep. part of that whole that whole process. Exactly but, right. Uh, so obviously you're a, a good at clearly getting your ideas for songs from pilfering them from everyday life, as it were. And, and, and that's what I like to do. You uh-huh. know, I, I wrote when I first started writing songs last year. I had my my first three songs. I wrote one for my wife and one for my son and one for my dogs, and then. You know, I was out of ideas for a while, but then I started thinking about it. And as if you if you watch for it, I'm sure you've experienced this too. If you look look around for things uh-huh. to write about, you'll get a lot of good ideas, you know, out of everyday life. And I try to write my songs along those lines. You know, just things people that can relate to in in their life and my life. You know, and uh, try to express those as best yeah. as I can. Yeah, I mean, do you look for try to hear I try to hear little phrases. They go, okay, there's that's a good little hook, or incorporate that. Yes, I mean, sometimes sort of, I, that happens that um, way. I tend to write uh, from music. I'm a guitarist first, uh-huh. so uh, I'll noodle around on the guitar and find things I like musically, right. phrases, and I'll come up with melodies and everything. And usually, lyrics are the last thing for me. And then that's where that process comes in of looking for something to match up. Do you sing just nonsense syllables sometimes? Yeah, just nonsense. Yeah, I mean that's a good technique to just find make something that sounds mm-hmm. reasonably good musically, and then you know see if the words put the words in. Yes, that's right. Uh, Do the lottie dahs until you figure out what you should sing in there. Right. Yeah, that's usually my and stuff. Hopefully, it makes sense, which which you're seen to make pretty good sense. So. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> So I uh, I got a lot working with the uh, NC Songwriter Group too, and I go up to the Swannanoa Gathering uh-huh. every year since I moved out to North Carolina here, and they have a lot of good songwriting classes up yeah. there and things like that. So I highly recommend that to everybody. Well, let's plug the uh, as you mentioned, let's plug the the Songwriters Co-op is going to have a stage at the Carborough Music Festival. Yes, that's which is very... coming up the last Sunday in the month. All kinds of music, all for free, all over town. Um, I think it's going to be the best ever because. Uh, I know this year there was enough of a budget to actually put NPR little ads about the festival. Oh, good. Listen, yeah, Glad so there should that. be a should be a great crowd this year. Mm-hmm. I um, think so. If the you, weather holds out, will be, yeah. be fantastic. Yeah. Well, we're going to have our stage at the Armadillo Grill, like we have for the last several years. Yeah. And what we do is, uh, I happen to be the one running it this year for our our group, and we've got 
people, different songwriters sing in between 1 o'clock in the afternoon up until 7 o'clock at night. And everybody puts on a 30-minute set. A bunch of really talented people, good local musicians and good songwriters. And you can just stop by there and enjoy the food at the Armadillo and come out. And if the weather permits, we're going to be outside on the patio. And it's just a really, really good time for all of them. It's a nice, nice day out there. So I highly recommend everybody come by our, our stage out there. Uh, while you're there, we're going to have a uh, booth or a little table set up where you can pick up a form to enter our this year's song contest as well. Um, every year, the NC songwriters have a song contest, which is open to anybody to enter. You enter two songs and send them to us on a CD, and, and uh, we judge them, and we come up with five finalists. And then we almost have a little American Idol type of show. At the, the Arts Center. Center. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. going to be on November 12th this year. I went to it last year. It was oh, most, did you? Most enjoyable, yeah. Yeah, good. We've, uh, you know, we've got a lot of good comments on that. Mm -hmm. And we have a live show and live judging right there. And so if you happen to make the finals, you'll be there. And also, it's a fantastic show to see, as, as yeah. you're talking about. So if you go up to our, our website, it's uh, ncsongwriters.org. Uh, you can see the information up there about the contest, about how to buy some tickets for the show, if you'd like to get those, or just stop by the Armadillo Grill while while you're at the music festival and we'll, we'll set you up so any of your budding songwriters out there or even already budded songwriters as it were if you got some songs that you think are uh we want to enter in the contest it's a great thing i think this year they have a significant uh stash of prizes thirty five hundred dollars worth or something like that yes so it's well worth the not only the glory but they'll actually be loot at the end exactly right yeah even cash, even cash. <laughs> <laughs> well let's have another song one sure um, I did, speaking of Swananoa, um, for those who don't know what that is, it's a gathering of guitarists up in the mountains in North Carolina. Swananoa is just a little this side of Asheville. And uh, hundreds of guitarists get up there every summer, and we just hang out at the Warren Wilson College and, you know, play guitars and pretend like we're back in the college again. <laughs> <laughs> but we can't quite stay up as late as we used right. to. That's generally the case. But anyways, uh, so this year while I was up there, one of the new songs I came up with was really one that a lot of people requested me to play over and over again. Uh, and so I'll play it for you right now. It's it's one that uh, you have to probably be of a certain age to really appreciate. And it's called Our Music Was LP. And the reason I wrote it is because one day, uh, not, not long ago, my son was talking to me. We were talking about something. And I said... Well, you know, you're starting to sound like a broken record. <laughs> and he said, what's a broken record? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so after he said that, I said, hmm, yes, what is a broken record? Uh huh. So <laughs> I wrote this song to help explain that to him, the broken record song. LP If your album does not track Just give your stereo a whack A broken record, a broken record, a broken record, a broken record And 
was LP. If you drop them on the floor, your Beatles don't play no more. She loves you, yeah. She loves you, yeah. She loves you, yeah. She loves you. Brings back, brings back lots of memories. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you're my, a certain age, you can relate to that. I'm sure. <laughs> some friends of mine. I went to college here, uh, and some friends oh, of mine had a, a little house. Probably, you throw a rock in his right across the road tracks, uh, right on the road tracks in Carver or in, in Chapel Hill. Really, probably 200 yards from here. An old railroad house, very rundown, kind of shanty place, and mm-hmm. and we would have parties there. And the floor was really bouncy. So I remember at one point there were three pennies taped to the, the tone arm. I mean, it's the oh, tape the pennies to the tone arm. Good. You want to wear your records? I mean, you know, you had to, had to you wanted it to play, you know. So you know, I, mean, I should borrow that line from you if you don't mind. Oh, please, absolutely. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> three pennies on the tone three arm. Three pennies on the tone arm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when I uh, when I was a kid and we went up to this camp up in the mountains and they. Um, they had this. I must have been a World War II vintage bugle record to you know wake you up. But you weren't waking up by the bugle sound. You're waking up by <laughs> the scratch was so loud coming on those boards that that was what woke you up. And then finally the bugle would come. Oh yeah. In, you know? So the old sound of a scratchy record. Yeah. yeah definitely is a, a sort of sound of another cultural era there. Exactly. When I get ready to record it. I'm going to actually put in those kind of sound effects oh, and yeah, stuff on yeah, the, on the record. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so people that's, that's, hear that. That's very funny. Yeah. No, I can see why you get requests for that. Yeah. I was trying not to laugh out loud while you're playing. So, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of the songs I, that it actually got me a few beers up there, so All right. I couldn't well, complain good. about it. <laughs> see, songwriting's paying off. Yeah, sometimes it pays <laughs> off. <laughs> All righty. Well, you want to play one off the CD? Well, we could do that. Um, there's a couple there that i'll get some real good feedback on okay um probably the one there's called diane 42 would be a good one to try yes i remember listening to that one and liking it myself okay i think okay so this is diane 42 by mark easley 
You are listening to WCOM LP 103.5. And before we play this, before I forget, I do need to make this announcement. Next Saturday, we are having a big yard sale right here at the station. That's the corner of Weaver and North Greensboro. To raise money for the station, uh, there are probably $50,000 a year it takes to run the station, and it's all volunteer. In addition, this station, as we have, you may have heard us say before, has no bathroom, so we're trying to find some funds to to put one in Excellent so that idea. those folks who have the three-hour shows, you know, <laughs> have a little relief. But So we're still looking for donations, so thing to do is bring a bunch of donations and on Friday and then come Saturday and buy them back for a large sum of money. That would be the, hopefully, Very good we'll plan. All right, here we go. Send me an email too 
it was from you and all that it said was I do and when I do it was from you I'd found my Diane 42 by Mark Easley. So was she an old girlfriend? (laughs) I'll never tell. It's everybody's old girlfriend, isn't it? You have to ask that question of, you know, searching out your, what is this person doing? Clearly. (laughs) My wife wants to know that too. Right. (laughs) Well, we better not say it on the air. Yeah. I noticed you have a picture of your son here on your CD. Is he a musician as well? He's a singer. Good. Sings in the high school choir and, you know, he's... He likes to sing. Is he a tenor like you? Yes, he is. Uh-huh. Good. So we, yeah. we enjoy doing some songs together now right. and then. Yeah. And he's got a couple of songs that he recorded up on the website, too, which is www.goldhat.net, should mention. Yes, go ahead. You Absolutely. You can uh, find uh, CDs up there and information about the Songwriters Co-op and, and uh, how to get some of these tunes and where to buy them. And we even have them up on iTunes and, and MSN Music and places like that nowadays. So everybody can enjoy them. And I have a lot of free songs on my website, too. Uh, I do a lot of cover songs, and I just post them up there, mm-hmm. and people want to download them, enjoy them, knock yourself out. Well, that's outstanding. It's, that's goldhat.net. Yes. For those of you who are enjoying Mark's music. So you were saying, uh, as we were listening, that you had a project you did uh, with somebody in Japan. Yeah, it's so interesting. Uh, we're, what we were talking about was, you know, nowadays you can pretty much do everything over the Internet. I, I can sell my CDs and post them up there and you know put mp3s out and do all of that kind of stuff and interestingly uh, I met a guy in Japan through the internet he he and I both were posting on a site a common site called mp3.com which has since gone out of business but it used to be a popular site for independent musicians and this guy was named sketch he calls himself sketch Hiroshi Matsuda is his Japanese name and uh, I used to listen to his songs all the time, and he used to listen to mine all the time. And we'd change emails and things like that. So one day, uh, I got an email from him because he had taken down all his songs. And I said, well, where would your songs go? I want to keep playing them. He goes, I'm very kind of getting tired of playing the guitar, and i got to work, and i got to make some money, and yada, yada, yada. And I said, okay, wait a minute. Before you do that, before you retire, do me a favor. Let's take your best songs and get them recorded properly and make a CD. What do you think? He says, okay, I'd love to do that. Okay, we'll give it one more shot. He says, I'll tell you what, I'll be the producer here in the U.S., and I'll help you get the CDs made, and I'll help you get them distributed on CD Baby and on iTunes and things like that. And you can do the same thing in Japan, and we'll at least get one out there for you. So he got very excited about the process after that. He started talking to his friends in Japan. Somebody loaned him some studio time. Somebody loaned him a really nice classical guitar to play. Somebody loaned him some free artwork for a CD cover, things like that. So he managed, between myself and his friends in Japan, to put together this whole CD of him playing Beatles arrangements on classical guitar. 
And this guy is one of the best guitarists around. He went to Berkeley back in the 70s. He's really an excellent classical guitarist. Did all his own arrangements. And we put together that CD completely over the internet. I've never met him. Wow. And uh, he's never met me. But I'm selling his CD for him here in the U.S. And he's doing great in Japan. And he's now revived his career because of this. Actually, once he got the CD done and started telling everybody this story, he started getting booking a lot of gigs. And now he goes all around Japan. He's, he's known as the Beatle guy. And he plays his, wow, his Beatle that's concerts. A, that's outstanding. Yeah. yeah. Well done. Well done. Gosh, so you Thank gave you so the much. guy back his career, huh? Yeah. It was in a really, way, really yeah. good feeling. It was really interesting. A couple of questions come to mind. What is it expensive to get the rights to Beatles songs? More expensive than uh, it anybody is, else's? Or no? no, the Beatles are uh, just up there. The licensing you do for for CDs is all shared through a place called Harry Fox Agency, mm -hmm. which is on the internet, and all the Beatles songs are up there. So if you want to license one of their songs, you just go to the Harry Fox website, type it in. They charge you a minimum charge. What do they charge you? They charge you eight and a half cents. It's the going. Uh, what they call statutory rate so per, per per one CD per one CD okay. so each song you you produce on a CD you pay eight and a half cents royalty to Paul McCartney like he needs it but <laughs> <laughs> he gets it he does it. he did write the songs uh, yeah so it's not it's not really that expensive you know he did a 10 song CD and it and uh, you have to buy a minimum of a hundred so you know eighty five dollars later you've got all your licenses for that to sell that CD that's great. No, yeah. I really ha had. I've only recording I've ever done has been original material, so I've never uh, looked into that. I would have thought it would have been more onerous and more uh, expensive. Uh huh. No, yeah. it's really pretty reasonable. Well, that's pretty neat. Yeah. Well, let's have another one of yours. Okay, sure. Um, <clears throat> there's another one that's on my "Lift You If You Fall" CD there, and uh, this one gets a lot of. I get a lot of good comments back on the emails on this particular one. It's a song about, uh, well, I guess you could say, the circle of life, American style. It's called To the Future. Him with pride, he's 
Just there more than we can do. Everybody we know is on their way. Everybody is going there today. Everybody is trying to find their way to the future. Na 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 na. To the future. Na na na. takes her SAT test. She works through the problems one by one. Now she knows why they gave her all that homework. She smiles when the test is finally done. She's on her way. Then a young man picks up his diploma. University president shakes his hand In the crowd his parents are so happy They've seen their boy grow to be a man He's on his way How about you? We're all going there too Everybody is going there today Everybody is trying to find their way To the future, na 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 To the future, na 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 Then a man and a woman have their wedding And the preacher names a man and wife cheering Cause they know they started their new life Little baby crying for the first time Mother holds her close and says hello Father holds her hand and knows he loves her They will do their best to help her grow the future na 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 to the future na 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 to the future na 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 by Mark Easley.
You are listening to WCOM 103.5 LP. My name is Berkeley. This show is The Hook. Today we have as our guest Mr. Mark Easley from Marsville. Beautiful song. Thank you. Beautiful song. I want to make one announcement here. We have a short list of announcements they like us to make to plug good things that are happening in our community since this is community radio. The Village Band of Chapel Hill and Carborough welcomes new players for its fall season. The first rehearsal is Monday, 12 September at 7.30 in the American Legion Hall on Legion Road. Players of all levels of experience and skill are encouraged to attend. And get this, Mark, there are no auditions. Okay, hey, how about that? <laughs> Excellent. No stress. This is a no-stress way to play music, folks. Yeah, if you've ever heard the Village Band, it's a, a regular band band, like high, you know, concert kind of band, horns, the usual type of uh, stuff. But they're really quite good. Um, a lot of faculty and people are playing them, and so if anybody's out there, if you've got that that trombone sitting in the closet and you just you know you haven't played yeah. it in a long time, this is the place to go because they say no auditions. Probably if you can you know read reasonably well, or maybe not. I don't know. As long as you can come there and fill the shoes and play, but it's it's a lot of fun. They have a they think they're also going to be at the music festival. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. At the um, the bandstand, I believe next to Town Hall. That should be great. So, oh, yeah. So, And once again, if you just tuned in, the yard sale this coming Saturday. Bring your stuff. And we want to have the biggest yard sale this town has ever seen. Bring your saleable donations to the station Friday evening, the 16th, between 5 and 9. 5 and 9 Friday, and then Saturday until 3. Or Saturday until 3. Hmm, so I guess they'll be accepting donations in the middle of selling. Interesting. Okay, well, that sounds like an organizational nightmare to me. Sounds like you can donate one thing and buy something <laughs> else at the same right. time. Okay, it sounds like somebody's going to have a good time uh, running that. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, well, let's see. We're uh, 20 minutes or so left, so your call. You want to sure. some more live ones you want to yeah, do? Yeah, let or? me make a suggestion yeah. maybe off of the Already, which one play on off the CD? Uh, the title track is called Lift You If You Fall. Okay. It's the second song I wrote. And it's dedicated oh, to my three. son, who's been teaching me since he was born that being a parent's the most important thing in life. It is, and I'm going to have to... I, I have some wisdom about that. Please. That you either have children or you are one. <laughs> yes, that's good. Because until you have children, you are your generational definition is as a child. Until then you have one, then all of a sudden you get kicked into this whole other construct you're absolutely right <laughs> i didn't realize that but that is exactly how it works so all right lift you if you fall
else can take the place of your smile I am just so proud of you I believe in all the things that you do You know you Lift you if you fall. And certainly anyone who's ever had children has spent their time doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's for sure. All right. So you were mentioning a uh, another project. Yes. Um, well, you have a lot of projects. Well, try to yeah. keep, keep try busy. To keep busy right? Music <laughs> business is fun. Yeah. Uh, well, the one I'm working on now, there's another local songwriter in town named John Batson, uh, who belongs to NC Songwriters also. John has been on the show. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. Good. And uh, so he's a really prolific songwriter. I mean, he can write a song every day. And uh, he started working with a with a group in Raleigh who's putting together a play for high school kids. And so it's, it's the theme of it is the violence in schools, the school shootings, and mm-hmm. and things like that. And uh, it's going to be performed this fall. So John decided to get together and ask the songwriters to put together a group of music to go along with the show. Uh, which we're doing, and uh, he's written quite a few of the songs, and I co-wrote a couple of the songs with him. And we're just trying to get together now to put the CD together. We're going to have actually have the kids that are in the show sing the soundtrack of the CD, and then we're going to be able to sell it along with the show when it gets performed. So it's a little early because we don't have all the details laid uh-huh. out yet, but it's going to be a really interesting project. So if you go to goldhat.net, I'll keep everything posted up there as far as progress and where things are going to be and when and all of that kind of stuff and you'll be able to keep track and of it. where will it be? It'll be performed, performed in North Raleigh okay. uh, with a theater group up there and uh, it should be in the November time frame is what we're shooting for right now. Alrighty, well, yeah, that's yeah, most ambitious. And it is very ambitious and it's a very interesting subject these days. 
Yeah, I actually, I'm being on the email list for the songwriters, got that uh, request you put out, and I was going, wow, that's a tough subject. It you is, know, isn't I mean, it? You're really going to, mm, I don't know. I, I didn't have it, couldn't think of any way to approach it that, that I could get my hand, hands on. Uh-huh. So, um, it's very interesting, the things that John has come up with. I He's bet. come up with some very good themes. It, it sounds like a very difficult and 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 dangerous subject to, to approach as a songwriter, uh-huh. which it is. Yeah. <laughs> but he has found some incredibly clever ways to get some very good messages across oh, that are not great. threatening and not scary, but but really make the point. So I think everybody's going to enjoy that project. Did he ever tell you the story when he was working for the, the political group in California and they had him write a song every day for the next day's event? Oh, my gosh. That's why he can do that. I it was amazing. It's like the, the like your PhD in songwriting. It's like literally they get together and say, "All right, you know, tomorrow we're gonna have this big event, and we we want need a song uh, about this." So we'd run back to his hotel room and, and write the song and perform it in front of several thousand people the next day. I mean, I was going, "Oh yeah, wow, that's a, I'm impressed." That is impressive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I've should, seen him do. I'm doing some co-writing I mean, with him right now. That's a deadline kind of a guy there. You, <laughs> you know, know, I've seen him just. Just put a song together in an hour. It's just uh-huh. fantastic to watch, and yeah. I wish I could do things like that. Well, thirty in a year. I mean, you're not doing too bad. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, That's we not... only got twelve minutes left. Let's have some more of those. those sure. Um, let me play one of the ones. Uh, it's going to be on my new CD, and this one here is about this uh, the the broken relationship song. I always got to have one of those. And, wasn't meant to be.
So did you ever take singing lessons? No, I sang a lot in high school in uh -huh. choir. Okay, yeah, because you, you certainly have a very well modulated, trained sounding voice. Oh, okay, yeah, thank nice. you. Yeah, I tried to practice uh, singing along with John Denver when I was young and the right. Beatles and yeah. people like that. So I tried to do my best on that. I, I learned on guitar probably from uh, Paul Simon. Uh huh. More than anybody, I, this uh, as I mentioned, I started playing the guitar in 1966. What happened was my uh, older sister who was a total Beatle freak, brought home a Simon and Garfunkel album one day. And she played it on my dad's old stereo. It was one of those great big Magnavox stereos that yep. looked like a big wooden piano almost or something. She stuck that in there. And I, I, I was just a kid at the time. I didn't even think about music. And I heard that. And I went down and sat down in front of that wooden box. And Paul Simon was playing his beautiful guitar. Uh -huh. And I heard that and I just said, wow. That it, how does he do that? And that was the day I, I got hooked. hooked. I got hooked. And I just yeah. wanted to learn it ever since. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me think of another story. The first album I ever bought was Bookends. And I ordered it from the Columbia Record Club. Oh, yeah. And I got it in, and I was so excited. And I had my little stereo. And I pull it out and, and put it on the, the turntable and start it. And some sound comes out that's it's wrong. I mean, I was going, well, this is not Paul Simon. It turns out the actual piece of vinyl inside the Paul Simon, the, I mean, the Simon and Garfunkel cover was Jim Neighbors Sings the Lord's Prayer. Another oh, religious no. Yeah. <laughs> Those high reliability record clubs, right? right? It, was, uh, it was quite a letdown. I'm sure it was. <laughs> waiting. Because in those days, I mean, it took a long time when you ordered something. I mean, it's not these days when things come tomorrow. Exactly. You, know, yeah. you had to wait for weeks. Oh I can remember in the old mail order days, in the back of the comic books, you know, it was allow six to eight weeks for delivery, right. you know, <laughs> standard. So anyway. What if somebody swapped that out on you along the way? <laughs> yeah, that's a good record. They, they, did make good, they made good on it after a while, I think. But Good. All righty. Well, let's, let's play another one. All right, let's have sure. Some more music. Let me uh, make a suggestion and play one off the – I'll play it live, but it is off my, uh, my CD also. Uh song on there called Jack and Junior and Me and uh, it's about my father Jack Easley and he passed away about five years ago but luckily he got a chance to see his grandson born Mark Easley Jr. Uh -huh. and grow up in about 10 years or so and uh, he's the only little Easley there is in his generation uh -huh. so that was a big day for oh, all bet. of us as yeah. you can imagine so I have a photo at home of the three of us. The, the, the day he came to the airport and met us and got to see his new grandson. And so I wrote this song about it's called Jack and Junior and Me. Three generations of our family 
time here. Mark, thanks so much for coming on the show. Oh, I really want to thank you, Berkeley. It's been yeah. great. Really You've been listening to me. the music of Mr. Mark Easley, available at www.goldhat.net. Correct. So, uh, let's go out on one of your songs off the CD here. Which one do you want to play? I think uh, the one uh, uh, which is dedicated to my my uh, godson, Edison. And uh, he took a little while to decide he really wanted to come into the world. But when he did, everybody was really happy about it. And so, uh... Okay, which one is this? This is the, uh, let's see, what is the... the... <laughs> you know how it is sometimes. Yeah. It, oh, there will be an answer. There will be an answer. That's it, that's the We're listening to WCOM 103.5 LP, and we're going to end this version of The Hook with There Will Be... Oops, sorry. Which one is it again, Mark? Yeah, sorry. Number six. There, there, number six. An there you go. There will be an answer. There will be an answer. Hope you've enjoyed the show. Uh, tune in next week at 6 to 7 for The Hook. My name is Berkeley, and have a great evening. Join you and me, daughter or son. Yeah.
I love you. 